Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. I feel like this is a fun experiment because I haven't really talked to people um, at all. So it's also a fun experiment of how weird is my brain right now, which it's weird. Yeah. I feel weird. It's okay. Mine's too. I think everybody, yeah. It's good that we admit we're on different wavelengths. You know, my brain keeps going out. Um, But admitting is the first step to getting on the same brain with. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So we've all had weird weeks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have two actually. Yeah. And it's emotionally, unless yours is crazy, Mary. No, mine is emo. I mean, I feel like most of my weird weeks are emotionally weird. Mm. A lot of thoughts just creep up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I noticed that um, people are on the same wavelength. Like I was having a weird day the other day, and then I saw three other people, and I like try. I try to be nice, mm-hmm. and they would like lean and whisper to my ear, be like, "It's just been really hard lately, and I've been really sad. And my career's uh-huh. going nowhere. Whoa. No one likes me." And that happened to, like three different people, and I was like, "You know what? We're all on the same like hive mind, man." Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. that's why I just like to just talk to people. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's a big part of when people like truly start going crazy a little bit is when you're not talking to people about how you're actually feeling and it's all the peripheral things of just Mm -hmm. like yeah everything is fine like there's nothing to complain about I guess on on paper Uh, when people look at your life and they're like yeah but your life is great it's like yeah then just the deep seated all of the other issues screaming always there's a voice in my brain that's like you are fucking it up yeah always but that's what makes you successful Mary because you were like you're fucking it up I gotta work harder gotta do it yeah I guess it's the brighter side of that but yeah that's illegal in prison to be alone yeah Except for solitary. Yeah, solitary. That's yeah. illegal, right? No, they do that shit Oh, they for still sure. do it. Oh. For the quote-unquote <laughs> safety of the prisoner. No, like, man, Jared they, they from do. Subway was slapped in solitary. Really? Because they were worried about, you know, because of, of the allegations fresh. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
God. He's going to get a foot long in his asshole. Tell you what. Have we started this already? <laughs> Guys, welcome to the brighter side. Do you want to <laughs> include all that? Because I think the conversation about feeling d- weird this week plays into what we're going to be talking about. What we're talking about today is marriage, the institution of it and the party itself. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Also, the other day, uh, maybe, you know, another reason maybe I'm not married, but somebody I was on the subway in L.A. It exists, the subway. And I had my ear- earphones in. I was listening to Purple Rain mm-hmm. and this crazy person and was like take them out like miming but that's always the first step to initiation to talking and yeah. I just was like I just shook my head no and I closed my eyes what's he gonna do are, are, are you saying that's why you haven't met your husband yet you're yeah. not talking to these guys <laughs> in the subway yeah 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 he did have a cigarette dangling from his mouth mm. yeah. yeah but that's just that's just like an opportunity for fun mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought it was would be interesting because one all of our friends are in Italy at uh, the marriage of uh, co-host Cena his beautiful bride, Cosmo. Which, congrats, Mazel Tov. Oh, yeah. You fucking deserve it. You guys are the best people I've ever met, and I can't believe you guys found each other. Yeah. Which is what I would say if I had the money to go to Italy. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yes. These are our wedding speeches. <laughs> if I had the money saved in my weird life. <laughs> um, but also, uh, so one, we're, we're kind of the crew that didn't go out to the wedding. So uh, that's uh, why I thought of this topic. But also, we're all kind of in different levels of being in relationships in which that I am single. Jackie, you're semi in a newish thing i'm in a new relationship just out of essentially a divorce yeah oh hot young fling and then amber you've been in a relationship for a a while now yeah a few years about eight years wow he is i think we're like kind of legally married but if we're gonna get into it i've never honestly dreamed of a like a fairy tale wedding and like Mm -hmm. my father died young i mean like mid-20s and i wasn't like young young but you know that's out the window him walking me down the aisle but i i still love him i love him like i would a wife you know and i've like never cheated on him and he's special Hell yeah. Oh man. But it is weird the whole league. It's like I also was essentially legally married in New York mm-hmm. as well. But it, in reality, the only reason for that, if you've just been with someone for a long time, because I was in my relationship for almost 11 years, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's only if the other, like one person has great benefits. Neither one of us had great benefits. So why do the paperwork? to have it be legal yeah. if it's like you ain't got shit I ain't got shit so if one of us just ups and dies it also doesn't do anything you just get my debt I'd rather leave that to my parents yeah you know? but they could get your Stranger Things Ouija board <laughs> oh good yeah all of my things all of the things I have but also I when I moved across the country I got rid of almost all of yeah. my earthly possessions so there I've got nothing you're shedding you're shedding your skin like a wolf woman I'm shedding my skin and I feel great about it. You have a light in your eyes. Thank you're you. You're doing great. You do. I mean, that other guy, whatever. I just don't think it was a good match. And you, yeah, I can see you like so healthy and vibrant and want to go out and like meet people and do things. And I, in New York, you, you know, you would murder fist. It was great, but I see that. Re- refreshment in your eyes you know it's interesting when a relationship ends and also it's like someone that like we had talked about marriage a lot it was the kind of thing too when you're with someone since the age of 18 uh it you you just assume oh we're gonna get married and we're gonna have children and that was what the case was for a long time and we would talk about it and he was into the idea but when you hit year 11 and um, your partner, you know, all of a sudden wants to have a polyamorous relationship. No. It's like, oh, so are we, 
not that like I, I it's like I know a bunch of polyamorous couples that they are married to one like they're you know their main person and things like that and that's awesome but to to shift a monogamous relationship into a polyamorous relationship and then also in my brain I still thought we were gonna get married and have kids and it's like no oh you were cheating on me and you were just trying to make it like, okay, Whoa. now I get it. It was one of those. And then I was just like, oh, I'm never gonna get married. I, and then I turned 30 and I was just like, fuck everybody. Uh, my life is over. And then you know what? You phoenix sometimes. You phoenix, you shed your skin. Yeah. You come over here. Yeah. You're doing great. She's got on bright red lipstick. For our listeners out there. <laughs> well, now I don't leave the house without uh, my lipstick on. I got to get my yip stick. I love it. Yeah. Did, did you start wearing more of the lipstick after you guys broke up? Has this been kind of a more single development? Oh, oh this is definitely L.A. me. L.A. Yeah. me also is like lost a bunch of weight. And, but, and I feel it's so nice because I get reached out to by so many people. And they're like, how did you do it? What did mm-hmm. you do? It was like deep, dark depression. <laughs> That's how. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm not healthy anymore. Um, I've been drinking solidly for about six months. I should probably change that. <laughs> Yeah. Also, L.A., just the spirit of it. It's a little more sun-kissed. It's a little more sometimes you'll have a smoothie for lunch kind mm-hmm. of vibe. And that just, it, it does well with your skin. Not necessarily your character. Whole different topic. But, you know, you sort of naturally get more attractive when you come out here. I'm feeling great. Yeah, you Mary look is great. beautiful. <laughs> there was a guy in an elevator, like, crushing on you. Remember that guy? I do. Yeah, he's looking you up and down like, mm-mm. Like but- a- also, I'm in the same boat. Uh, if anyone wants to know my secret, I recommend having so much anxiety that you routinely puke in other people's businesses and homes. Because I've just <laughs> been puking out of anxiety this whole time. Really? And it'll make you fit into a 12 again. It <laughs> loses the Lose weight. Count. Why are you anxious, Mary? You know. Life. I guess life. Some of it's like hard to describe. You know, you're feeling anxious sometimes. You're like, why are you anxious? And you're like, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, um, I would say I I feel like since moving, the move out here tested me on a lot of things. I drove out here alone, Mm. which was a big test. I don't really know that many people out here, but also it was a big step up career wise. So that also has a lot of anxiety. Yeah. You've been working a lot at the the, the other studio. What's the... We're making moves. But Mary, how do you feel about marriage? So you are, you are currently single. Yes. And how do you feel about marriage? Like, what, it's like, so I, do you want to say your age? I'm 27. Okay. So you're 27 years old. But I still get carded, so I feel fine about it. Hell yeah. But you are markedly younger than Amber and I. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about marriage? And what do you think that, like, if you could th- slap a timeline on it, because mm-hmm. unfortunately, I don't know about y'all, but my family, I've got a pretty firm timeline of what I should be doing and when I should be doing it. Mm. Do you have a timeline for yourself? No, not really. I, I um, maybe just because like I've never really considered myself uh, the marrying kind. But also growing up, I mean, my parents had a terrible marriage, and I guess the way I always looked at marriage is it felt more like a trap. But now as I'm I'm older, I obviously know lots of people who have wonderful marriages. But now I kind of look at it more from the frame of when I date someone. I mean, most of the people I've dated have been for the most part good people for that time period of my life but I'm aware that there's a date of this time period being my life you know like smoking weed and hanging out with a dude whose mattress is 
on the floor in Bushwick has an expiration date for me. Right. You know, I want more from my life. So I kind of just haven't really thought about it in the sense that none of those dudes, I mean, they were perfectly lovely, but... You got a lot going on. I wouldn't marry them. Yeah. Right. Get a savings account. What are you, you know? Right. So I, I kind of... I don't really feel anything about marriage. I get happy when my friends get married, but personally, I mean, but that might change when I get closer to 30, you know, maybe then I'll feel different. Sometimes it does. I've met women and men also in their like, well, it's different with women in their 60s and up because women generally have more of a timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, and they've never really thought about it or cared and they're fine and they're doing great. And the yeah. only reason people try to make them feel sad. And I think whenever someone pressures you into something you initially had a certain feeling about that they themselves are sad about that in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're pressuring you for kids and marriage, it's like, are you sad right now? Because yeah. I'm feeling fine, honestly. And that's why I thought it was interesting to have the three of us talk about it. Cause I think there is a significantly big pressure on women to feel like they need to get married. Oh yeah. Especially now with like low birth rates, mm-hmm. people are freaking out. They're like, it's time for us to have kids. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I did work in an office once where a woman was pregnant and you're only given a certain amount of time with your child to take off. And she wanted to be with a physical child. So she was working on the day of her labor. And it was just me and other women in this office. And like the men that went out for their three martini lunch and the women, we all had a game plan of like, bring your go bag. We're putting it under your chair. Here's the number to call. Here's the doctor to call. Here's like the thing, the way that we're going to hail you a cab to get out. Cause it was before Uber. Mm-hmm. Um, just this game by game plan. And she would just be like, Ooh, like, you know, she just needed to go pee. But we're like, oh, <laughs> <we'll go." laughs> yeah, because it's like collectively as a community women, it's like, not that, you know, it, that is solely just women, but for the most part, women are good at finding a community within each other to support each other with what they need. And especially when you find yourself in a relationship that you, you feel pressured and then you pressure your partner to get married, to take another step, to do something that they are not that like, you don't realize in the time and looking back upon it, you're like, Oh, you didn't want any of those things. And you just let me create, this dream inside of my head of what I thought our future was going to be. And rather than putting the kibosh on it, you just let it happen. And I also don't think that that's fair either. But at the same time, I didn't give a fuck about getting married. I just thought that I was supposed to. Yeah, Yeah. you think you're supposed to. That's a lot of it. I mean, some girls really want to get married and have children and that's wonderful that's a beautiful life recommend that life if you want that life fucking go for it you know find the best man you can and be the best woman you can have some beautiful children and a lot of them but don't pressure the people that don't yeah you know it's america gosh darn it (laughs) hell yeah memorial day weekend baby Uh, going off of that, I have pulled up some statistics about kind of like our generation and how they approach marriage. And there's some interesting facts on there that I thought could stimulate the conversation. Hell yeah. I love it. All right. So number one, not very surprising, uh, is millennials are more accepting of premarital sex, which I think brings up an interesting point. How many people do you know who had to hide or keep secret from their parents that they were living with their significant other? As a grown adult. Oh, yeah. I've so known many. a couple. Yeah. I've de- also, I knew someone that specifically got married because she was saving herself for marriage. Mm-hmm. And she just married this guy who was a, he's fine, but he's a horrible alcoholic. He doesn't really treat her very well. And then they doesn't popped sound out a fine kid. to me. Yeah, you know, it's, I, 
I try not to judge other people's choices mm-hmm, in their fair. life. I, I, you know, I'm a blank canvas, but uh, I didn't think that that was good just so that you could go get laid mm-hmm. because you can go get laid. Yeah. I mean, I understand religious differences and things like that. And, you know, you believe what you believe. I believe what I believe. But uh, getting married so you can fuck. Bad idea. Rough. Bad idea. That, Rough. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of people did it because you were not supposed to have sex until you're married. Because sex, like I thought you were immediately going to get pregnant or AIDS. And uh, I remember this girl, we were in high school together and she's like, I want to get married. And I was like, we're like 16. And she was like, I just want to have sex with this one guy. So I'm going to get married. And I was like, just go have sex with him. Yeah. Like, if you want it, though, don't marry him. You know, wear a condom. Yeah, but still, there's so many people who have that perspective. And there's a lot of things that are tied up into it, like you need to wear the white dress and stuff like that. It just seems very strange to me because it seems like that would be a very unhealthy relationship. In my mind, I don't think I would marry anyone I hadn't lived with for at least a year or two. You have to know what your partner is like living with them day to day. It's different than just being like dating and not living in the same Yeah, That's true. Although there was a couple I knew, like a few people throughout and like one in college, they'd never lived together and they were like really slowly courted and then they got married and they both let us know like we're virgins, you know, privately. I think they're still married married but they were both that person mm. you know they were both that like they like to work out and they love jesus mm. so they're made and that's for each awesome and i yeah. say good on you yeah it's just not my life not your but cup of tea also yeah. i feel like there's challenges that come with living with somebody that you need to experience before you can decide if this is someone you want to spend the rest of your life with like for example those like little jokes about stuff like a man who leaves a toilet seat up or like oh he'll never close like the cabinet drawers or she won't or whatever yeah those are fine but if it's something that truly bothers you and you say listen it really bothers me when you do this could you please try not to do it and then they just keep doing it or come up with excuses that's indicative of a larger character flaw of not being able to work or communicate or make compromise absolutely and i feel like you need those challenges before or else you're gonna end up getting not necessarily but you know it's a good test of interpersonal stuff yeah and also like your kids going to school and like that's a huge thing um my i didn't discover uh sorry i keep blurping (laughs) i didn't discover i'm a little messy i mean i know i was messy but i think i'm way messier than my boyfriend we live together and um he's never said anything but i definitely like notice how often he cleans and then i'll like actively try to clean more um because i'm like oh I, i guess i shouldn't have this like can of yogurt yeah <laughs> sit open I didn't but know they had can of yogurt <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> but that's a good test of you being willing to notice something that's communicated non-verbally yeah. and kind of adjust your behavior to make just to make the relation like make everything nicer so it, it's comfortable for him and you make everything nicer that's the motto of today's show no I and, but I also <laughs> so you've been with you've been with your boyfriend for eight years and I it's like when when you're in a relationship for a long time, you learn all the things of why you are bad at living with people. See, I also had the, uh, I had the upper hand of having a best friend that I lived with all through college that made me like the best roommate of all time. She whipped me into shape because I didn't know how to take care of myself. She's like, you are bad at this. You are bad at this. Change it. And I did. And then I became the best roommate of all time and also hopefully the best partner of all time. But what I find so interesting now, especially when it comes to being older and being like now that I am in a new relationship, I find it very interesting that things happen a lot faster 
than it did when you were younger. Because oh. my only other relationships, like, I've had sex with many, many men. I've had sex more than twice with probably four men. You know? It's mm-hmm. like one of those kind of things where it's like a lot of one night stands, a lot of just like bad dudes in my life, in and out of my life. And now things move so fast, but it's weird because you feel like like I've got all of the updates for my app. You know what I mean? Like I know what I need to do to be the best version of myself. And right now I find myself to be the best version of myself I've ever been because apparently that's what your 30s are. And you know what? Fantastic. They're great. I love being older. And you know what? I don't, I like, you couldn't, Pay me a million dollars to go back to being 20. No, when you're just, I was scared. Yeah. And like constantly like just everything was in the shadows jumping out at me. I had a man pick me up over his shoulder and run out the bar. He had half a burned face. I mean, no one's going to do that now. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you you exude a fighting spirit. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. And you're like, you're being constantly being told and you're like molding. You're like a piece of putty. I mean, we still are now. I I find that I'm still very young now, Mm -hmm. but you're much more like putty. And like someone's negative influence is just so, it can be just lock you up. But in your 30s, you're like, bye. I I only have a finite amount of time. I can't sit around and like listen to this bullshit. Yeah. I don't have time for it. Also, I think with more experience, you develop like when you go on a first date, things that you realize are going to knock the person out of the qualification, which aren't necessarily bad things about them as a person. It's just like, I can't be with someone who taught love jazz so much. I don't know. What, whatever it is. Oh, but yeah. It, it, or not on the first date necessarily, but if you're dating someone for a week or two and this thing comes up and you're like, I just know that this is going to make me unhappy. But now I understand why people talk about they like I feel like it's very highfalutin of a second marriage or like a second huge relationship because you know yourself and you know what you're willing to put up with and you also know where it's like I lied I, I was just I was recently talking to my niece who was 12 and when I got it, when I went through my horrible breakup where I had a complete mental breakdown she talked to me she's like Aunt Jackie I've been through breakups before and she was talking to me about her new boyfriend and she was getting all into Minecraft mm. because he loved Minecraft. Is that and the so three, two, one thing? It's no, some the, sort the of blocks. game. Oh, I don't know. It's one of those like games. Bu- it's like building blocks. Yeah, I don't know anything Tetris? about Tetris? It. Is it like Tetris with the numbers in it? Maybe. No, it's like, farm, uh, it, it, it's like Farmville with numbers? I don't know. <laughs> I don't right. know what it is, but she was like, I'm getting into it and like I'm watching all these YouTube videos because this boy that she was interested in uh, liked it. So and malleable. I sat her down and I was just like, you like because she grew up with my ex and to her he was an uncle yeah and i was like remember like everything that uncle doug did i was like i lied for a very long time about what i liked and what i was into to get him because when i first started dating him i was 18 i didn't know country music one of them a thousand percent <laughs> and all we were listening to he never asked me what I wanted to listen to because he just assumed but like not in a bad way it's like he just assumed that like because I had lied for so long that I liked all the same things he liked and that's something you can't just like 
put a pause in in the middle of a relationship yeah. and like t- and like do a rewind. Whenever of he it. told you you wanted to sleep with other people, you've been like, "All right, only if I burn all your country music CDs, motherfucker." <laughs> but now going into a new relationship and talking about like immediately talking about marriage, it is definitely the kind of thing where like I am myself. I've I'm learning myself. And I'm going to continue to learn myself. And if you do something that I am not into, I will say it. But also, that's yourself because we're in our 30s. Yeah. And that's why I find that, like, I think that marriage is now even more of a of an appealing thing for me because we both know ourselves in such a way rather than growing up with someone, which is beautiful in its own right. Yeah, it's up to you. You know, it's up to the couple. Basically, just... Uh, what, what did we say was the motto earlier? Make it make it nice? Yeah. Mm, yes. I don't yes. know. I feel like I cut you off for nothing. No, no I appreciate it. I agree. It. Make it nice. Finding the right fragrance is kind of like falling in love. There's the initial whiff of attraction. Oh, do I know them? Do I know them not? Does it work well with my body? Does it work well with me? I don't know. Then time goes on and you discover those additional layers. You realize this is the one for me. Oh, I want to marry you. I want to hold hands with you. I want to eat ice cream with you and smile. But finding that perfect perfume, that perfect mate, falling in love, it's not always so wonderful. That's why I'm here to tell you about a company that's bringing you the feeling back into fragrance. Fleur. Now, if you're like me, you go to a lot of those uh, big shops and people spray you down with perfume and you sort of walk out smelling like a fake flower garden. You hate it. You, you, you get confused with all the choices. You don't like it. You just walk out and go. Instead of testing a scent on a paper, test it on yourself, on your own skin. They sent us a little uh, testy tubes and you get to like test one one day because you never know what it's going to smell like about an hour later. I'm wearing Hepcat at the moment. It's a genderless scent. I know you can't smell it, but it smells wonderful and leathery. And I, I feel like I'm in an old cigar bar just in Cuba having a good conversation. Oh, it's a good time. It's good for you. It's good for the earth. There's no questionable ingredients. It's all in sensible light packaging. Fleur, baby. So, go to P-H-L-U-R dot com today and use the promo code BRIGHTERSIDE to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and uh, get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. Gotta try a little bit before you know what's right for you. The promo code BRIGHTERSIDE at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances. 20% off P-H-L-U-R.com. I smell great and I love myself. But a lot of times you don't even know you don't like something. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't like broccoli until I was like well into my 20s. And I was like, you know what? I don't like this and I don't have to eat it. You don't have to. No, you don't. No. That is a nice thing about being an adult. It, it, it's kind of nice to be single for a good time in your 20s, too, because I've been, I mean, I've dated people, but I've never really gotten into a serious relationship with anyone. And sometimes I would feel like I was making a mistake by doing that. But now looking back on it, I think it's kind of, I'm very comfortable in being single. I know what I like to do. I know what I like to listen to. I know what I like. And I know how to make myself happy, but it does make it more difficult to date. I think because I don't really—it's—it's it's harder to to bend. Yeah, you know, to yeah, listen. and compromise. Yeah, you gotta compromise sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, knowing yourself 
is most of the battle. Yeah. Because then you come into it where it's like, well, this is what I like. Because you know what you can compromise on, you know, and you know that you have to, and you won't be like, all right, I guess I'll listen to trap music all day, you know, because I know I'd fucking hate that. It's not just that. I just really enjoy being alone. Yeah. And mm. so many relationships require a lot of time, and I work a lot and enjoy my alone time. I think that's great. Mary's married to these police sirens we hear in the background. Yes. <laughs> those are all her boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do find it interesting, though, sometimes, I mean, the backlash of not getting married and... And then people giving you tips of like, like for you to get married and things like that. It's like, I find it very funny that especially once you bridge the 30 mark, everyone's just like, yeah, but do you want to get married pretty soon? Right. And it immediately changes, which is insane. I mean, like. Oh, it changes drastically. In your twenties, yeah. they're all like, "You just get out there. You, you get out do there and you. have fun." And there's a certain age where they're immediately like, "Well, you should uh, really straighten up." And uh, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you here? <laughs> but I notice, and not to like shit on. This isn't shitting on men at all. I love men, but definitely they're given a longer time. Yeah. Men don't often come into their wealth until late thirties, early forties. Sometimes they're fifties. They have a little bit of money. But a, you, a woman isn't really given that time. It's like, what do you mean you're 37 and you aren't a millionaire by now? Like, no one says it to a man. Yeah. Either that or you have the children and the, yeah. and the family and the house and everything else. And you're expected to have one of those things. At least one of those yeah. things. I got none of them. But you know what? <laughs> I've got a smile on my face every fucking day. You oh, do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You know, the grass is always greener. Amber, are you going to get married? I don't think I am. Yeah? I don't think I will. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just, I didn't mean it. You know, it's like, I think that I I find it an interesting question when asked point blank. Like, are you going to get married? It's like, I don't know. I think so. I mean, you. I think a lot of people assume that they will at some point, but... It's insane to me. I feel like it goes up there with the fact that, like, so many people, that it is still such a trusted fact that men want sex more than women, which is not true. Not true. <laughs> I find that, like, that people assume that all women want to get married, which is also not true. Not true. I, I hope, you know, it's like, I... I, I I hope for a union of some sort just because I want the party. I don't give a fuck if the government's involved. I just want to have a party with my friends. Yeah. That's all I would get married to do is to have a party with my friends. You know what? I take that back. I would like to get married in a courthouse and then have this backyard bash where we all barbecue and drink a bunch of beer and whiskey and like have a band. That sounds yeah. great. That's what I would like. That, that sounds, sounds great. fantastic. Yeah. And I'm watching, uh, you know, it's like I live with my brother Henry and his fiance Natalie and watching them and you hear all of these horror stories about people planning weddings and they're like, and we scream at each other and we fight about everything. Why? I have never seen two people so copacetic on every, everything. They talk about everything, but it's not ad nauseum. They're both very busy. They just figure shit out and they're getting shit done and they're just planning things and watching the way they work. It's just like, oh my God, marriage is okay. Yeah. Like I believe, like it is so interesting to watch. So it's like, I know it's like Cena and Cosmo as well are a great example. But when you see two people that are getting married that you're just like, Fuck yeah. 
you guys should yeah. get married. Like, even if it's just for yourself, even if it's just for you guys to feel solidified in what you have in your relationship, it fills me with joy that they are so right for each other. Oh, they're great. Can you imagine getting married to somebody and you're all just disagreeing on everything and then still going through? I don't know. I feel like that would be a, a horcrux. Is yeah. that the word? I feel like that's thing. going back to the same thing where you have to live together with someone. I think that it, the reason why it takes you should take so long being engaged is so like if if you know, you can't listen, if you can't agree on the fun and it's really making you mad, maybe a government bond isn't yeah. right for you. You know what? In high school, these two kids got married. Uh, I think it was like right out of high school. And uh, they had on the truck, get her done. And when they when they walked out of this little church on dirt road, they wrote, get her done on the back of the truck and tied Budweiser cans to the back of it. And they rode off in the sunset and they're still married today. Because, because they're that sounds collab- fun. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage can be like that. Yeah. You know? No, it <laughs> sounds fun. I that's think that's great. the whole thing. It's just... um finding someone because i feel like the benefit of being um not just uh, as a woman but also just as a human person in this time period is there's less of the pressure of one you needing a husband to provide for you that you can kind of take the luxury of being like no i want to find someone that like we may have disagreements but we're on the same team yeah yeah, I mean, was a it a partner? Oh, yeah. Only up until like a few years ago, women were just secretaries, teachers, and nurses, and that's sort of all you could do. Um, so it was like kind of unfathomable to really make your own money. You yeah. kind of, you had to, you had to be with a guy. Um, For sure. In our parents' lifetimes or grandparents' lifetimes? Yeah. But even honestly, in our own lifetimes, it's like I remember being 18, six months into a relationship, and I said, I love you, and he flipped the fuck out. And then you realize as you get older where it's like, I'm already saying that to the person that I've been dating for three and a half months because you do. time is finite. And I love him. Yeah. And, and it's like, we're already talking about marriage, which is insane to me. And... Well, that's great. I, 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 I'm, he makes me so happy, Aww. especially in comparison to such an unhappy for a relationship for such a long time. Um, it's hard sometimes to like, uh, view the difference of like, oh, are you just comparing the two? It's like, I am comparing the two. And I didn't realize I was so brutally unhappy for so long. Yeah. And I was going to marry that person. And this person that, like, it is such a different relationship and we mesh in such a different fucking way and he supports me completely emotionally and I do the same for him and he owns every room that he walks into the same way that I do and we're both two powerhouse human beings. If this man wants to marry me someday, fuck yeah, man, let's throw it out. Let's do it. I could see you. Was it a desert man? Yeah. What if you got married in the desert? Ooh. Some weird colony. And like you made this weird fucking dress, like a crazy mm. dress. What if I made your dress? Burning please. man wedding. We'll Burning colla- man wedding, yeah, please. We'll collaborate. Please, Amber, make my wedding dress. <laughs> but that's the sad part, though, is that like I'm so new to it. So I'm being like so flighty <laughs> girl about it because I am. But I also never dreamed of my wedding either. It was like my mom put it like a timestamp on me that like, I had to be married by the age of 30. Mm. And 
Because in her generation, you only had a few careers. You kind of had to, to be taken care of. Yeah. You had to be taken care of. But now you can wear, I'm picturing a a dove feather Mm. strewn across the shoulder down here. Ooh, okay. And then like that's the top of it. Ooh, I'm I'm totally into that. Can can there be mesh involved? Yes, you know what? I'll take it all back. Mesh. Good, 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 good. I want it to to be a slutty wedding. (laughs) But I also find it interesting that that we are all creatives and the fact that we're all about to head into wedding territory because we have a lot of friends that are getting married in this next year. I've never been a bridesmaid. And people rarely invite me to their weddings. Me as well. This yeah. is my first year that I'm actually, I'm a part of three weddings. Wow. And I've never been a bridesmaid before. I've never done any of those things. But I've also been to one friend wedding. Mm. And I'm 30 years old. That's well, fine. It's fine. But to most people, like, it's the mid-20s when, like, everybody gets married. Like, I had one friend get married. Yeah, because all of our friends get married late. Yeah, we're, we're living well, in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. And now they're all in their mid-30s, and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll try settling down. You know what? It's all up. I think the me- another, what do you call it, thing of this podcast is really is up to your own timeline and your own wants. Whatever you think will make you a better person, because also you shouldn't get married until you are the best person that you are and yes. that you can be. Yes. Or I would um, argue that, or you find someone that you're able to collaborate and grow together. Absolutely. So someone that can help you... Um, Grow and Address create. things that you don't like about yourself and work towards yes. being better on that. That's what Nick does. He definitely, yeah. I mean, not about the clean thing, but he's definitely like, where's, you know, where's the two minutes? You said that you were going to get two minutes this week and like maybe I'll get like a little depressed. I'll be like, you know mm-hmm. what? Okay. And then I'll like go out to a few mics or shows mm-hmm. and like make it happen. Yeah. Because he gets me out of my head. No, and that's, I feel like that's such a huge part of someone that, especially in a creative field, someone that you want to marry where it's like, Someone that holds you accountable. I work for myself, essentially, at this point. I mean, of course, I work for the network, but everything I do is for me and for furthering my career. Mm -hmm. And I now, like, because of Marco Polo, but he also works for himself because... He is a, he's like a horror pop artist. He's built everything up. He's very, very successful. Wow. And everything, it, it's all, he's only accountable to himself. So what we've been doing with each other is in the morning, we tell each other what we would like to get done for the day. And then by the end of the day, we report back of what we got done and what we oh, didn't get awesome. done. Because essentially, no one would know if I got the things done that yeah. I need to get done because I work alone. I work, I am by myself constantly. But Wendy hasn't turned to you and be like, where's the new script, Jackie? <laughs> sometimes she does and sometimes I'm like, Wendy, you just gotta be quiet just for a fucking second. Um, but no, I never would ever yell at Wendy. She's perfect. And I, I just, the, but that's the kind of person you want to marry. That's the kind of person like Wendy? holds you account. When <laughs> I'm going to marry a dog. Uh, dog, it's going to be interesting. I think I got to go to Florida or Alabama. Same to get sex, done. interspecies marriage. Interesting. Yeah, species. So it's like a bestiality and lesbians. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm a woke bitch. Very woke. <laughs> well, and also wife of a bitch. <laughs> well, um, I think you're making an interesting point here. How do you guys feel? Because I would say maybe this is a compliment to my everybody, but we're all three very ambitious women, and we're very hardworking. Do you find that uh, it's difficult sometimes to find or date men that 
feel the same way about ambition and that's kind of because a lot of the people I've dated just weren't ambitious and that's why I couldn't see myself having a long-term relationship with them I think some people are some people aren't and they tend to find each other hopefully Mm -hmm. you know men and women that are both ambitious find each other Mm -hmm. Uh, and unambitious people find each other they produce a lot more (laughs) (laughs) I find it interesting because I think that when you're dating or with someone in a partnership that is not as ambitious as you are, you find yourself making excuses for their life. Mm. And that's something I found that like, I'm, I don't mean to shit talk him. It's just, it, I, I will, you know, I'll always love him. I'll always respect him. But he didn't have the same ambition that I had. Which is okay. My ex. Yeah. And that's it's fine. Yeah. It's completely fine. It's just not what I it's not the standard I would hold someone that I would like to be it's not with what you for. want. Yeah. I need someone that has just as much ambition or even more ambition than I have. Because if not, I feel like I'm wasting my time and I don't want to drag you along with me. Although I was down to. I was completely into it. It was like, yes, let me be the breadwinner. Let me pop out kids. I will take care of all of us. I'm fine with it. I like, I want to do it. I don't like being taken care of. I like taking care of other people. He could have been taken care of. He fucked up. He fucked up. (laughs) He definitely (laughs) fucked up. And that's why now in a new relationship with someone that comes head to head with me, especially ambition wise, is insane to the point that it's aggravating because we can barely see each other <laughs> because we both work so much. But I love it. Ah, oh, that's great. You got to. I love it. And that's also, I think, a reason why my boyfriend and I have been together for so long. I mean, I feel like I've been losing ambition, but that's a side note. But I feel like we're both, like, we don't see each other a lot. We see each other at night, you know, when we come home and, like, sometimes during the morning. But we're both off. You know, I'm not going to see him. I left him today at 11. I'll probably see him again around 8, 9. But I think that's great. That's how it should be. Yeah, because then you, then you have things to talk about. And that's also someone that you would like to spend the rest of your life with. It's like, I like, like, that was something I missed the most, especially after such a long relationship. I missed the late at night. I'm not even talking about fucking. Just like, you know, the talks you have in bed before you go to sleep mm-hmm. about your day. Yeah, about important. what you're thinking about, about everything else. And then the same with like, if you have a morning together of like, of sharing just like what's going on in your mind and just kind of like kibitzing on those kinds of things. That's what I missed most about being in a relationship. It's better than sex, honestly. When it you're really just like is. Holding each other and really listening and talking, talking about your day. That's great. But at the same time, as someone that is, re- I'm recently unsingle, uh, Marco Polo. I did it with my best friend in New York. We Aww. we would like we decided we have our morning insecurities, and in our in the morning, even though there's a time difference, we will uh, Marco Polo each other. <laughs> just like you know, when like before you've had coffee, with like that you're just like uh, for some reason I decided like why would I ever wear pink? I don't look good in pink. <laughs> and, like that, those kind of things. Uh-huh. But that's the kind of thing you say to a partner. And when you're when you're solo. Uh, 
I think that's a big missing factor. And I think that's something you should reach out to somebody and be like, can we talk in the morning and before we go to sleep at night? Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. find a part. We're all human beings. We're all a part of it. The human colony, y'all. Mm. Uh, we are a disease. <laughs> we are a virus on this earth. <laughs> but viruses need to stick together. Is this going to be the yeah. new hard left turn for the top? <laughs> We're a disease. We're trying to We're be brighter. The We're doing a brighter side of it. <laughs> But humans have to be together, like we said earlier. It, when you're when you're solo, your own brain fucks itself. Mm-hmm. When I used to work in an office, the same place with a with a girl with a bag. But my um, I had a, my room in a corner, no windows, um, and I was surrounded by books. And I would get a stack of papers, and it was like a number on the top, one two zero four nine seven, and then a number in the middle, four nine six. Were you living in The Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> 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 It's all just like very delicate numbers and like, don't you dare mess up. I'll say I only messed up once, by the way. Wow. Yes, thank very you. Scary. It's very scary and horrible. And I look back and I look older than than I do now. But um, a big part of that job is you go crazy because you don't speak to anybody all day. Uh, but what I would do as I would, my brain would like, it gets in a bad place. And the first thing I'd say is, okay, Amber. Right now you're being very negative and that's okay. Because the second you're like, you're being very negative and you're being like angry right now and then you feel guilty about it, that's gonna lead you even deeper into hell. So -hmm. just think like, I acknowledge this, it's okay. Now I'm going to start helping myself and like thinking and doing more positive things. Hell yeah. You know, you have to or else you just go further into hell. Yeah, can't be going there. No, can't be going there. No escape. Man. I've been brushing my teeth wrong my whole life. Is it up and down, tiny circles? How you get the back of them? I used to never change out my brush. I keep the same one for over years sometimes. I know, it's disgusting. I probably shouldn't be telling you that. Then I go to the dentist and the guy yells at me. You know, I know it's my fault, but I knew I had to step up my game. So I got a quip. Listen, for starters, Quip's an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help you clean your teeth. Moves way faster than I can wiggle my chunky little fingers. The brush is a timer, so you know when you've brushed for the dentist's recommended two minutes. It's got these guiding pulses, so you know when to switch sides, which is great. That way I don't have to sing happy birthday to myself in my head five times. Quip's subscription plans are for your health not just for convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist's recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. No charger or wires means Quip is compact and light to make brushing twice daily easy at home or on the go. Everyone loves Quip. You know, they're, they're on Oprah's O-List, they were named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. And they got all kinds of rules over there. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash brighterside right now, You'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash brighter side. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brighter side. Clean those teeth. They're the only ones you get. 
Let Quip take care of you so you don't forget to take care of yourself. Then also, back to weddings. Mm -hmm. We all have weddings to go to this year. Mm -hmm. Yes. How do you feel about the weddings that we all have to go to this year? I'm going to go. I'm starting it off. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say this, that I was very excited for the first time ever to be single and go to weddings. And I'm immediately missing (laughs) out on it. Oh. Because I found someone fantastic and amazing (laughs) and I completely fell in love with them. I know. But at the same time, all of our friends are naked right now. I can't be single at your wedding because I found love. I am completely in love with a very handsome man. But, um, I find it very interesting that, like, I wanted to go to Cena's wedding mm-hmm. specifically because I wanted to get under the Tuscan sun. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to go. And when I told him, when I, I remember when I first, like, on my 30th birthday, like, he, at least Cena came out to the party bus and he told, I told him that Doug and I had broken up. And he's like, that's great. Then I don't have to invite him to the wedding. I was like, yes, you're right. But it was like, but I'm going to sleep with at least three caterers at your wedding. Because at that point, I thought I would have the money to go to Same time or in a row. What was that? Same time or in a row. In a row. Mm. Back to back bathroom style. (laughs) And I would make everyone upset because no one would be able to go to the bathroom because I'm banging (laughs) these hot, young caterers. And they're like, where's my salmon frites? (laughs) (laughs) Where where is it? They they should have been around with the hors d'oeuvres. But I missed my fucking opportunity. (laughs) So that makes me very, very upset. But what is your favorite part about going to a wedding? Open bar, baby. Right. Yeah, it's got to be. Whenever someone has a dry wedding, I want to throw a beer in their face. Mm. But I understand sometimes, like someone important is an alcoholic, and they're yes, they're, they need to not be around it, and we get it. But they have an after party where they're not there, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've never been to a wedding as an adult. Whoa. I got I got invited to my first wedding this year, but I couldn't make it because of work. I did go to the bachelorette party, and. Whew, that was fun. Woo-hoo. What'd y'all do? We did mushrooms in New Orleans. Whoa. During a crew de vu. That's heavy. I mean, pretty fun. Oh, I fantastic. had so much fun. Much fun. Uh, glitter. Yeah. Glitter. Dancing. Mm. Oh, fun. Yeah, uh, New Orleans and the parades. Yum, yum. Beautiful. But, um, I would say, uh, what is this, our favorite thing about going to a wedding? Yeah. Well, because I'm preparing for uh, what we're going to do for uh, Henry's uh, and, and Natalie's party. And looking at dresses, I just, I'm excited to buy Aww, a pretty dress it's fun. and look nice. You know I've what? got a Pinterest board with makeup looks on it for special occasions in general when I'm stoned. Ooh. And um, I'm excited to try to put makeup on. Oh my gosh. You know what? You would look good in lavender. Thank you. With your red oh, you hair. Would. Little yes. mermaid style. I was looking at a thing where it's not, it's not a, a dress, but it's a two piece with, um, a light purple top with mm. kind of billowy sleeves and then it's a crop top and then it's high-waisted like Ooh. long pants that are like a darker purple you have to wear crotchless panties though so you can fuck in the outfit yeah, i'm not gonna fuck in the outfit jackie it's not my style you gotta fuck in the, the outfit i love fucking in the outfit uh, so no panties, Jackie? No crotchless panties, Jackie. Why crot? I don't understand crotchless panties. Or thongs, so you can just pull it to the side. Okay. Oh, but thongs, you got to be wearing a thong all night, though. I'd rather wear crotchless panties. Right? They're actually very comfortable. I bet. What, really? Just you go pants? commando. Mm, maybe not. Yeah, they, I, I don't like going commando, but it's like, yeah, I've got a couple of pairs of crotchless panties that you can just, like, pull up 
and uh, just you get railed in a bathroom of a wedding. Oh I'm my god! Not getting railed in the bathroom of my boss's wedding. Yes, you Why? are, Mary. Yes, you yeah. are. <laughs> you are getting it. If, Why not? If Henry walked in on you getting late at his wedding, you know what he'd say? Good on ya. I don't think so. You I think I'm gonna get written up. On no, written up for what? Having fun. At the no same time, what is he gonna write his sister up for? Fucks too good. I will accept. <laughs> I take it and I will accept it. You write me up for eating too many snow crabs or whatever, whatever or divorce. Take it, Amber. You've been eating too many appetizers. I'm writing you up. Hell yeah. Uh, what's another fact? A wedding fact? We got so many wedding facts, we Amber. So you many. wouldn't believe it. Number one, millennials are marrying later. Which is oh, yeah. something I think that is uh, we, we discuss. discuss pretty far. Yeah, yeah. But also, millennials are more in, uh, open to interracial and interfaith marriages. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Is it weird that I'm like interracial? Fine, interfaith. Mm, you can have to work something out there. Yeah, that seems like way more delicate to me. Like interfaith. Like if somebody who's like staunchly Catholic, not like Catholic and Episcopalian, but if like a you know a Buddhist was marrying a, mm-hmm. a Irish Catholic, it'd be like that's how do you raise your kids? That's the thing. Well, I think also, um, and that's a much more of a sticking point with like parents. You know, like yeah. uh, a good a good good friend of mine from college has to wait until someone in her long term boyfriend's family dies because she's not Jewish. Whoa. So they're but waiting on. But she doesn't on. want to convert? She doesn't want to convert. Really? That's a, yeah, that's a sticking point. That's the thing you talk about, you know? I, I do know. find it interesting because I was watching some of Ali Wong's um, special on Netflix, which is fantastic. And I love Ali very, very much. But we were talking about kids, and I was talking to my bestie, Madeline. And I, I said that, like, it's like, because I am agnostic and faith is just, you know, it's whatever you believe and whatever I believe. I don't like to argue about it. I don't like to get into it. I feel that everyone believes differently and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I, I had said something about, like, having a kid after I get married and or, if, or not get married. But having a kid, and I was like, oh, but you would be the godmother. And she was like, why? For what? So and you I can hold a gun and put a horse under their bed? <laughs> yeah, but also, I kind of realized it's like, oh, just to have another party. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like, at that point, I'll be able to drink again. And like that's really where my mind went. That was like, oh, you would be a god, the godmother, and like probably Henry would be a godfather for absolutely no reason, <laughs> just so that if I die, you make sure that they know that I didn't give a fuck about religion. And <laughs> I think that that's like the main thing. And just for me to have another party and a pumpkin you have a pumpkin that grows after midnight to ride the princess in her carriage because oh you're godmother God, please and yes. Henry's the godfather gets the daughters uh, on the wedding day they get to ask him a favor mm. those are two weird people to be yeah there. the fairy godmother and the fairy godfather i don't think they'd uh, get along no the mafia guy and the the bippity boppity boo lady or maybe they would maybe they, they just fuck oh my god the fucking can't get a lot of personality wise but the sex oh yes please yes his dick turns into a pumpkin <laughs> I don't want a dick to turn into pumpkin you ever seen a man with cauliflower dick oh no did you fuck what a herpes fuck? guy it was Isn't, rough. Is that like a cauliflower him? ear where you get it from getting it punched a bunch? It's Aww. big. <laughs> Jackie. Yeah. You've been yeah, telling yeah, us yeah. Did you wear condoms? No. 
But this was, this was a long time. Oh, I didn't put the dick inside of me. Oh, when okay, I saw okay. it, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You, you need to get that fixed. Yeah, <laughs> don't put that in me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get that no. out of here. That's got to be bad for him, though. Look at it and put it in you. He's so no, excited. No, we thought that he like, could no. convince me to fuck him when his dick was like was that. Was his I was dick like, just punched a bunch? No, it was it was a, it was a herpes <gasps> outbreak. Why would you have that? Oh, I didn't have sex with him. I'm not saying you would, but why would you think anyone would? Because, you know what? Some people think that I'm a slut. (laughs) And he thought that I would find it funny and thought that I would enjoy it as a story. And I was like, oh, no, this beginning part is funny. But you ain't touching me with that fucking dick. Oh, my God. And he, he knew he had herpes. And he's coming at you. You know what? Fuck him. Right? I mean, not literally, but like, fuck you. I didn't. Good. I mean, Good. I had previously, and that scared me. But Just don't worry, I got tested, you? and I'm fine, and I'm clear. You're clean. You're clean. a clean woman. We're all clean. As any STDs, Mary? No, not yet. No STDs myself. Hell yeah. Well, no. here we are. No babies, no. Sword. no. Yeah, no. I don't understand how I don't. Oh, yeah? Is that a horrible thing to say? Oh, we're you, all drinking other people's beers, being like, yeah. whoops, sorry, this is mine. Yeah, no cold sores, no STDs, no abortions. I'm yeah. clean as a whistle. Same here, no cold sores, STDs, too. or abortions. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A bunch of cruise. We got to go make some fucking mistakes, <laughs> ladies. Let's go out to Memorial Day weekend. You, you, you. That's awful. All right, this has been the brighter side. And, uh, you know, we're all here. Did we talk about weddings? We yeah. did. Okay. We did. I don't know. But before we wrap up, I think what would be nice is um, because we've kind of brought in a lot of bright sides, I think, to weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the, a lot of the brighter sides about getting married uh, in your 30s. So I thought everyone around the table, one by one, to wrap up the episode, have you an image in your mind of what your mar- uh, your wedding would be like? Oh, totally. Just like intimate at the courthouse with whomever wants to show up. Mm-hmm. And then a huge, like somebody, like a backyard. Mm-hmm. And there is a fun live band. And there is... Um, Doing covers? You know what? Maybe just uh, good music then. We'd have to have a live band. Live bands are fun, though, at a wedding. They are fun. I'm I feel thinking. like I do, op- like, before I got a fancy dress, I think open bar and live band would be the two things I'd want to hit. Yeah. Over location or dress. That's true. And their weddings are much more expensive, even on flowers. And they're like, it's $68,000. Mm. <laughs> Anywho's Jackie? I mean, I would definitely, uh, it has always been a dream of mine to get, like, Vegas style married, dressed like Fran Fine, like it's like tiny little leopard print yeah. dress with like really high heels <laughs> that I cannot walk in. Getting walked down the aisle Elvis and then like you? and Elvis oh, marries that's me awesome. and I've got Henry and Natalie watching. But then the big party is I think it would be out in like I wanted to be like out. West, like I wanted to be like in Bla- or like Montana, mm-hmm. you know, it's like like a huge expanse of land where there's a bunch of shit for people to do, and you can like hang out. But like, I want there to be a bonfire, mm-hmm. and I want everybody to be like, I want Eddie and like my dad to be grilling, Aww. and it's just like the kind of thing where it's just like. Everybody get drunk. Let's have this bonfire. Let's shoot off some guns, but not in a bad way, only in a good, fun way, and only at targets, and not at any other people, and all the guns will be legal, but you know what I mean. Yeah, shooting guns is fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's just like, just like a, like have like a crawfish boil. Yes, yeah, crawfish boil. in the middle boil. of nowhere, yeah. where you just got a bunch of like 
tables lined up and also the pioneer woman would be there and it's i think that it was just like i i like loose fun i will never wear white to a wedding i know that i know that like if i ever got married i wouldn't wear white you know why because i was a slut for a long time (laughs) and what color do you think Leopard. I leopard. think it's going. Oh, you I, said that. I, well, I want the tiny, skimpy leopard mm-hmm. print outfit for the Vegas wedding, uh-huh. and then for the actual like, like party party, uh-huh. I want it to look like what's the name of that lion that that bad poacher killed? Cecil. Cecil. <laughs> I want it to look like I'm draped in Cecil, but fake Cecil. I want Cecil to be recreated because I don't believe in poaching. But I think that I want to be. You want to be draped in fake fur? Yeah, I want to get married in the winter. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I want the big lion head up on top of my head, like yeah. like I killed it. And this is my. Uh, this is my kill. You can have its paws around your titties, and that's oh the only thing covering God, them. I love it. I need to lose at least 30 more pounds. No. But then by then, I'm going to have Lady Godiva hair. And then also my breasts will cover, mm. or my, my hair will cover my breasts. Oh, okay. Oh, you're like Venus for, um, like. Ooh, stepping out of the half shell. Yeah. yeah. Except uh, animals and sex. Mm. I want it to be sexy. Fuck yeah. Mary? I always thought I'd have kind of like a hippie wedding. I always wanted it to be uh, somewhere in nature. Mm. I don't want a long dress. I'd like, and I don't want it white. I want it cream because white looks bad on me, but cream looks better with my coloring. Mm-hmm. I like it to be short, maybe like a crochet Ooh. instead of a lace. Ooh, you know? likes. And I like it to be in nature. I went to um, the Descano Gardens here in Los Angeles recently. It's this beautiful long gardens, but also like a lot of old forested areas. Oh, yeah. And they do a lot of weddings out there. And I saw them setting up for one. And I thought that would be a nice place to do it because I probably want it to be a short, non-religious ceremony. Very short. Like I'm thinking like 15 minutes mm-hmm. max. Straight into party. And then have it somewhere be outside. And what I like about the gardens is they've got rose gardens and stuff. I just want there to be an open bar, lots of weed, people having fun, lots of places for people to go off and make out. I want everyone to be happy and in love. But oh. also, which I didn't even bring up on this, is that I am officiating my brother's wedding. Whoa. Which is fun. But how does one figure out how one does that if one has not been to many weddings? What's an officiating? Are you going to wear like a suit? Or is that like stand up for preachers? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one that does it. If you want me to help write jokes or pitch jokes to you, I don't know if you want to accept them. I don't know but... if it's a joke thing. Like, I don't even oh, right. know. And Henry and Natalie both said they trust me Ooh. and that it's open to me like to do whatever mm-hmm. I want. And they said, we want to keep it like 20 minutes. Oh, great. That's all of the that's you ev- all the jurisdiction I was given, and that terrifies the fuck. You out know of who me. you gotta talk to? Ed. Gotta talk Ed. to Eddie. Of course. Yeah. You should also look at the space because if the space is super crazy, like just give like a look at it and then like write a couple little jokes up bat. Or something. No, I keep saying jokes. I, whatever. But I like know because comments. there's gonna be jokes, but also I know I'm gonna sob through the entire thing. I'm gonna be I'm going to cry. I'm gonna cry through the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Man, we're all gonna be crying this upcoming wedding season. I, no, I don't think I. Whatever. I'm sorry. I marry a picture. You dressing up like uh, God? What's that movie with the Braveheart? Like whenever they get married in the in the woods. 
I haven't seen Braveheart, but I'll look it up. <laughs> Don't you want your freedom? <laughs> yeah. I got Day, it. Not about America, though. <laughs> I got it right now. Well, guys, thanks for listening to The Brighter Side. I was thinking we could take us out with Nina Simone with Marriages for Old Folks. Oh, great little it. song about marriage. And, uh, you know, uh, Jackie Zabrowski, where can your loyal fans find you? You can hit me up on Insta at JackThatWorm. And uh, please listen to Page 7, which is my celebrity gossip podcast. Henry's been on it a lot. Holden is on for the next couple of weeks. And he's going to be popping in in the next month or so. And uh, I appreciate you. Amber. I'm on Dang Y'all. Yeah. the only thing. And, um... You know, I'll probably have a couple of sketches I wrote coming out soon. And Amber Smelson on uh, social media. That's correct. And hey, you're listening to The Brighter Side, which is on The Last Podcast Network. For more great shows, you can go to thelastpodcastnetwork.com or follow us on Twitter at The Last Pod Network. Last Pod, I forget what the... I should probably figure that out. Um, anyways, thanks for listening to The Brighter Side and, um, you know... Get married or don't, whatever. Hell yeah, but also smile every day. Smile, <laughs> smile every, every day. day and love yourself. Marriage is for old folks, cold folks, and it's not for me. One husband, one wife, what do you got? Two people sentenced for life. 